The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. What is going on, y'all? We are back. Another edition of No Bets Barred. This time, Noche UFC Alexa Grasso defends her belt against Valentina Shevchenko. Uh, should be fun. Mexican Independence Day, I believe, September 16th uh, from T-Mobile Arena. Would be really sick if this was in like Mexico City or something. But uh, still, should be a really cool night. Should be a fun night of fights. Uh and I'm looking forward to it. How we, how we feeling, Jed? Um, you know, a little bit of PTSD kicking up this week. Uh, I was going to say, are we all not, right this week? Like, are we okay? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, it's, you know, a part of me is, is confused about how to feel. And then part of me is even more confused because we live in a world where Sean Strickland's the middleweight champion of the world. So... Yeah. I don't know anything anymore. I know no yeah. things anymore. <laughs> uh, you're not kidding. I I legitimately know nothing. Uh, I feel like I've always known I've known nothing, but now I really know uh, that I know nothing. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I had a winning week depending on Adesanya, and I'm not going to lie going into it. I was just like, another winning week. Let's go. In fact, it was not a winning week. Uh, after the things happened. And I feel like it was probably like a couple minutes into round three when I was like, oh, like Sean Strickland's going to win this, isn't he? It was, yeah. like, it was like right at that halfway point in the fight, I was like, wow, this is really happening. I was like, this is this is insane. This is crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, round three was, was when I knew that I was dead. Um, I ended up being overexposed on Izzy, like you. Um, love I, it. Love you it. You know why? Why wouldn't you be? Uh, and so it was like, well, uh, 
you know, didn't lose a ton, but uh, in the third round, the second round, I thought, okay, we're back. Like we had the scare at round one, the end of round one was like, we're back. Now he's about to be the most cautious Izzy we've ever seen. He's just going to lightly kick him in the leg a bunch and avoid all conflict for the next, you know, 20 minutes, the same way he did with the old Romero and Jared Cannon here. And it won't be pretty, but that'll be a winning ticket. As and then then round three started and Sean Strickland was like that that's not the kind of game we will be playing today, sir, and took it from him. And so, honestly, Connor, that's I'm not a I want to be clear I'm not upset by what happened. I am I'm shocked and awed. I'm it it's an incredible achievement. But for whatever reason, that is an outcome that makes me think I should not gamble on MMA anymore because you're not kidding dude it, it really is one of those fights where you're like this sport the the fact that the fact that all time i am profitable by like a very nice margin is a pat on the back to myself i know you had a profitable year last year this is not an easy sport to bet dude it's impossible and like as I felt so weird thinking about it. I was like, holy, I was just getting into this week. I was like, honestly, dude, I don't, do I even want to make bets? What am I even doing? Because this isn't a bad beat. This isn't a like, oh, it's a really tough beat. And I'm so frustrated that I feel like I got robbed because of bad decision no, it's, or, it's or a bad you know, Harb Dean. It's a, it was an awful bet. And it was a bet that I couldn't even see how it happened. Could not see. I said on various programs, yeah. I honestly just don't know how he can win. And I wasn't the only person in the space. A lot of really smart people were saying the same thing. Luke Thomas, God love him. He's much smarter than I am. I was like, I don't really know how he can win this. And then he made it look easy. It's so... like It is such a paradigm-shifting performance that I just... I kind of like, I honestly wish we had this week off so I could just sit back and kind of have some space because I'll, I'll be honest, as we get into Noche UFC, I have very limited bets. Like I, I didn't want to mm. get, I'm, I'm so shook to my core from what Sean Strickland did that I have yeah. no confidence. Uh, I actually have quite a few bets. Um, yeah, I didn't expect to have this many and, yeah, it sort of just kept firing, uh, and I'm I'm kind of looking forward to getting into it. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I have one, two, three bets that I have already punched in. I've got two that I want to talk through with you, get vibes, see how we feel. Maybe I'll, I'll go a little sprinkles on, and then uh, two parlays that may or may not, you know, be wise ideas. So I'm excited to hear that you've got a lot of action. Maybe you can can gin me up because it's not a bad card. Look, a lot no, of the fights not, here are good fights. It. It's, it's, you know, it's going to be a quality event. It's just I, I don't want to gamble this week because Sean Strickland makes me think I'm the dumbest man alive. Yeah, so I actually I have twelve wagers. I'm probably not actually. I have eleven wagers. There's one I want to talk to you about, but okay. the thing is, six of them are plus money, and one is a gimmick parlay. So like when you I really mean, like <laughs> when you really like chop it down, I have like five bets. Okay. Uh, I also have a gimmick parlay, so 
I'm I wouldn't be shocked if I wouldn't be shocked if it's the exact same give oh, a parlay. Um, I mean, it's a so pretty, that's fantastic. pretty big layup this week. Uh, let's well, dive right in. Let's let's jump into the main event. Can, can we briefly talk about our sure. whiff last week, which was good? Because uh, after the show, I realized that what I should have done, uh, I should have just put a CKB parlay out there, you know? Just just go for the full. We did uh, we did go for the half cast podcast parlay, which failed. Tai Tuivasa, our boy, didn't come through. Uh, yeah, you know, that's t- a shame. The, I think the Thai loss hurt me more than the Izzy loss. Like I was like, man, it was just like it certainly hurt more emotionally. He just had nothing for Volkov. Like he had nothing. Had nothing for him, to offer. It was nothing. Ah, uh, it sucked. And then to get subbed like that, it's just like. I'd almost rather him have gotten starched because it's just like, oh, it's done. Like when the sub happened, I was just like, ah, oh, ah, oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, what CKB went what three and three? Yeah, um, I took a little shot on that after the show because um, I was like, I mean, why not? You know, if we're gonna do a gimmick parlay, might as well. What is uh, the answer? Because it's probably gonna if, lose. Yeah, but as if Blood Diamond came out there and won, I would have been like, hell yeah. Uh, turns out, Blood, I mean, Blood Diamond did not win, but he was not even the man to blow the parlay as Shane Young. Um, Shane Young blew it up in literally less than a minute. <laughs> so, Listen, so there's, there are times where I'm a bad better. I will fully admit that. But I am a proud man that I did not lay chalk on Shane Young. I, I saw at some points him at like minus 185. If you took Shane Young at minus one eighty five, that's a bad bet. That's a bad. Bet. I mean, I my defense is it was in a gimmick parlay, and no, 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 I'm not, not saying the to reason you the parlay lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not saying to you directly. Yeah. I'm saying like there were people out there that took Shane Young at at a minus money. That's that hurts. That hurts bad. I mean. Well, let's get into something else that hurts bad. Um, reliving uh, Alexa Grasso versus Valentina yeah, Shevchenko. Yeah, won. man. Yeah, yeah, I guess you had to go back and watch a little tape because it is uh, it is the rematch, the Women's Flyweight Championship of the World. We're going to go five rounds here for the last this. that long. Alexa Grasso takes on, uh, takes on Valentina Shevchenko. And what do you know? Odds are a smidge closer than last time. Uh, Valentina closed <laughs> around like a minus 1,000 last time. Uh, right Just now you can have her. Right now, you can have it for minus 170. Alexa Grasso coming back plus 142. Uh, what are we doing, man? Are we buying low? We we taking the discount and running or what? Um, I would say that we're buying low. Um, I will be uh, somewhat regretfully and with a very heavy heart, uh, I have placed a wager on Alexa Grasso to, no. No. to purchase a champion. No, no, you can't have done this. You I can't. Have. I have. You can't um, have done this. You can't have not. You could not have put your entire bankroll on Valentina Shevchenko. What was the What was the number? Minus eight fifty. Minus seven hundred. What What did you take her at? I don't even remember. I don't even remember. You just blacked it all it was, out. You can't yes, have put the I've whole bankroll on her. This moment, and now she's minus one seventy, and we're not even going to get a bet on her. Well, you see, Connor, um, a very important thing happened between these two events. Um, she fought and she lost. <laughs> and and that changes your perspective on things. I think if I am saying who is going to win this fight, I am leaning towards Valentina Shevchenko. You go back and you rewatch the tape. Alexa Grasso had a ton of success in that fight before the finish. 
But so did Valentina Shevchenko. Got crucifix, got the back. Like she was, by all accounts, had had a toughish first round, and then was kind of in cruise control at that point. Looked to be chalking up another W for me, um, just doing God's work. And then then it happened. The spin, the back take, the finish, all of it. Uh, brilliant work from Alexa Grasso. So that's why I think she probably, you know, I, I lean to her winning this rematch. But the factors in betting Alexa Grasso are this fight is much closer to a coin flip than it is to either woman being clearly favored, I think. Um, and if one woman is cl- should clearly be favored over the other at this point in time, I'm confident in saying Alexa Grasso is the one who should be favored. Not because I think that she is, quote-unquote, a better fighter, but we've just seen how this historically plays out. When a long-reigning champion loses the belt, uh, we had the stat earlier this year. I don't know if you remember it. I didn't look it up again. It's something astonishing like 3-22 and 22 or something that they win uh, the, the rematch, you know? Uh, it, so it was a little bit closer than that. The, the most recent one I saw was... Uh, 12 and five now for the, for Alexa Grasso in this situation, the fighter that took the belt is 12 and five going in. I saw a stat going into the Izzy uh, Adesanya two, which was an immediate rematch where the, where the champion lost the belt. Uh, It was 12 and four. So if we had any sense, then we we did have Izzy and Nunes um, in the last two years, sort of flip that script a little bit. And so you could see maybe this happening here and it totally could, but um, I would say, my my thoughts here are largely this is a value bet. Alexa Grasso is still improving. Um, and, you know, that's one of the old cliches that I do think is true is you get 20% better when you become champion. Like just everything sort of levels up in your game as a result of that. And I think Valentina Shevchenko is very clearly no longer at her best um, because she's 35 and been fighting uh, 20 years and actually longer than 20 years. I'm pre- She has been fighting in MMA for 20 years. I think if you add all of her kickboxing experience, it's like 22 or 23 probably. It's just a ton of mileage. And uh, I'm certainly a little shook watching Izzy, who has 113 fights over his career. That's That just adds up, man. It add, All of this adds up. And so... I think Alexa Grasso has a 50-50 shot to win this belt, and I'm getting her at plus 175. Think think that's a really good price given that she already has one. We know she can do it again. And even though I think she was losing that first fight, she was way more competitive than I thought she would be yeah, for before sure. the win. So uh, all right. So uh, you have her locked like in. Like I said, at plus I have a heavy heart. Locked in at plus one seventy-five. Uh, all right. I mean, her number has come down. She's sitting at plus 142 right now. Um, another stat in your favor, underdog UFC champions uh, it are now 15-9-1 in uh, in title fights. That's that's via veterans minimum on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, you have that and the 12-5 and five of the immediate rematch. Um, so, yeah. I I agree with you. I mean, it's a coin flip. I, it's it's tough trusting Valentina Shevchenko, especially when when you do know the uh, the stats behind the immediate rematches. And like at her age of thirty five, I I am with you. First things first, let's just get it out of the way. The CB special is happening. Like the the over one and a half is getting parlayed. Got it at minus three ninety. Fourteen of fifteen for Chevy. 
9 of 11 for Grasso. Uh, yeah, that's just the over one. I'm very unsurprised by that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that shouldn't surprise anyone here. I haven't bet it yet, but Shevchenko by decision at plus 180 is kind of calling my name a little bit. I think that's a much better bet than betting Shevchenko at at negative dot. Uh, I'm not odds. betting Shevchenko's trade. There's no way. It, it's yeah. either this decision or nothing. Um, I I don't know why I feel like she wins. I guess it's because she was like the longest reigning champion. Uh, like there's only been three women's flyweight champions. Alex, two of them are fighting this weekend. Uh, that's probably why. But like the stats to back it up, eight of her 15 UFC fights have gone to a decision. Grasso is tough. She's, she's only been finished once in her career. Um, and eight of her 11 in the UFC have gone to a decision. I haven't placed it yet, but the plus 180 surprised me a little bit. I thought, I thought it would be lower than that. Yeah, that is a... I mean, I guess it's still fairly tight, but yeah. Um, I mean, you're getting 150 you. points for for what I I view as her most likely outcome. Like, I, I feel like Grasso is gonna gonna survive. Um, if if this does go the full 25, but man, yeah, just I don't know. I was kind of hoping you were gonna be on Shevchenko, and that was gonna push me over the finish line here. Like I said, I think I I think that she will win um i do think that when she wins it will be by decision uh i think where she had the most success was serving as a wrestler against grasso which is concerning for the rematch but she's also just had a lot of success with that in her career just body lock and taking women down and just kind of holding that top position really strongly but uh I don't know. Grasso's boxing was really on point in the first fight and was giving Shevchenko problems. She couldn't get off. And I'd be pretty shocked if Shevchenko finished her because Grasso's been durable for most of her career and was never really close to getting in that much trouble in the bottom. I know that crucifix position, but I don't think we're near stoppage. So, yeah, I I like if you're going to bet Shevchenko, I like that bet. Uh, I just. I'm taking a value shot on Grasso. And if Shevchenko wins, then I'll be very sad about the choices I've made. If, if Shevchenko wins, then uh, like, I, I don't know this, the, it will be like the worst played back to back matches in, in the history of ever. It would be unfortunate. I won't even care. I already gave Shevchenko all my money. You know, I, I supported her, all the time, so I don't feel bad about not supporting her now. You know, yeah. I mean, we're trying to talk myself into this. No, you don't. I I will disagree <laughs> here. You don't need to talk yourself into it. Alexa Grasso. Well, I, is, it doesn't matter. I've already made the bets. So. Yeah, true. She is an incredibly live dog here. There is no doubt about it. Um, plus, that's why. Plus that's why there's no way. No Tina. Plus, it's no chance. I Come know. Like, I know. That's like the biggest thing. Like, you can't really go against the Mexicans on 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 their night. Um, but man, yeah, they'll just be rude. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. 
and new customers to DraftKings can bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We can get into that in a little bit. Let's move to the co-main event. Welterweight bout. Kevin Holland taking on Jack Della Maddalena. Right now, you can have our man, JDM. Minus 148, Kevin Holland coming back at plus 124. Uh, my guy, I mean, you kind of know what's going on here. Donnie Giacomo in the building. Uh, am I scared about the close fight with uh, Basil? No. Am I no. scared of the 8-inch reach disadvantage? No. Uh, am I scared about the pretty large level of competition and experience disadvantage also no none of those things wow give me jack della uh let's call it a boxing match kevin doesn't go for any takedowns jdm gets it done uh and gets back on track and starts ascending in the rankings of the 170 division uh in all honesty all those things concern me but i rather that was my guys I I love the confidence or false confidence, whatever it may be. I want to level with you here. When I was setting up my bets this week, I was ready to take a shot on Kevin Holland because, okay. uh, and I and I knew that doing that would be uh, you know a declaration of war on the podcast. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, just of course. be that. Um, and so I felt I felt kind of I felt a way about it, and I was like, you know what? Let's think about this. A couple of factors. One. Happy birthday, Jackie Three Names. Just just turned 27, like yesterday, I think. So, you know, not going to lose on his birthday week. Still, though, I keep coming back to that Basel fight, and I'm like, that's really, really awful performance from him. Mitigating circumstances, but still bad IQ. 
So I decided I won't bet against him. I will let the AI overlords dictate who's going to bet. Another win last week for ChatGPT, by the way, Tyson Pedro. They called first round finish. They said he would have hurt him on the feet, but then he'd get the choke. Instead, he just got it done with the mitts in the first round. ChatGPT is dialing it up. So we, we went back to ChatGPT. So then if I had to bet on Kevin Holland, I would be absolved of any wrongdoing. It's the robot's fault, not me. And fortunately for you, Connor Burks, ChatGPT says that Jack Della Maddalena is going to get a dub. One thing to note before I read just the final quote here. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know why it did this. Uh, it decided that Jack Della Maddalena needed a nickname and that that nickname would be The Hammer. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, the Hammer. So it was... In a high, here's the the first paragraph is in a highly anticipated matchup in the UFC's welterweight division. Kevin Trailblazer Holland squares off against undefeated sensation Jack the Hammer Delamat. <laughs> so, that, that, uh, that brings up a few points. Is it Jack the Hammer Delamatalena or is it Jack Della the Hammer Madalena? Well, ChatGPT is saying Jack the Hammer Della Maddalena. So. And is it Jack Don Giacomo Jackie three names the Hammer Della Maddalena? Or is it Jack Della Don Giacomo the Hammer Jackie three names Maddalena? Maybe it's just the Hammer Jack Don You know, maybe we do the Jack, Hammer in the front of it, you know. Jack Don Giacomo Maddalena the Hammer. The Hammer Jack Don Giacomo Della Maddalena. There it is. Could could be any of them. Uh, here's the bullet point of it, though. In the end, closely contested match, and the judge's decision waited with bated breath. Split decision victory for Jack the Hammer Della Maddalena. <laughs> Young fighter faced adversity, but showcased his adaptability. Boom. So we're taking Love Jackie it. three names. We're taking the hammer to get things done. Um, we might even throw a little sprinkle on on Jackie Three Names by Splitty uh, when I see what that line looks like. Looks like him by decision is plus three fifty or so. So maybe a little extra. I mean, Kevin juice Holland's for a tough, dude. I, Kevin Holland is tough. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this if this thing goes to a decision. Honestly, both dudes are pretty tough. Uh, so yeah, Plus, I mean, what's, I, what's Jackie gonna be like when Holland's in there chatting him up? You know, that's what I'm saying, bro. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be interesting. If I'm not on Don Giacomo Army, if I'm not on the DGA, uh, yeah, I don't know. A, a, a plus 125 on Kevin Holland ain't a bad shout. I mean, it eight inches. It of reach. looked interesting before I decided to go. Experience. A lot of reach. Looked sensational against Michael Chiesa. Looked I mean, great. Looked oh, friggin' great. If if this is a what have you done for me lately business, uh, Kevin Holland should be a minus yeah. three fifty favorite right now. Yeah, uh, but yeah, riding with JDM, there is there is no ifs ands or buts about it. We ride till the till the wheels fall off. Uh, let's keep it rolling to a I'm, phantom. I'm glad the robots wanted me to join in with you. It's gonna feel good. Honestly, it's the bets that you doubt the most that end up hitting. So uh, yeah, I mean we we ride or die with the with the team. Um, let's keep it rolling. Bantamweight bout Raul Rosas Jr. taking on Terrence Mitchell. And right now you can have Raul RRJ for minus 700. Terrence Mitchell coming back plus 500. Um, yeah, just kind of, 
kind of feels like a setup match for for the young man here, uh, Terrence Mitchell, vet of Alaska FC. Both times he went to a UFC competition, he got got finished in the first round. Um, I mean, sure, like Rosas is, is still obviously incredibly young, very green, so like things can happen. He could make mistakes. Um, Terrence Mitchell does have a boatload of finishes, uh, but like got taken down both times by Cameron Simon and, and finished in the first round. Kind of just feel like Rosas is going to take him down and submit him here. Yeah, this is straightforward. I will say, and I, I think we talked about this uh, heading into the Christian Rodriguez fight. I'm just, I never want any of these lines with with Rosas right now. Like just getting, he's he's 18. And I think my go-to line has been, dude, he might wake up with bad acne one day and it jacks up his whole day and he can't fight. Like, do you remember how mercurial life was being 18, 19 years old? I I just don't want to be having a ton of money invested in this. So uh, I would in general avoid this, but for uh, the fact that I have a bet I'm interested in and I wanted to talk this one through oh, with again. you. Please, please. He's not part of my gimmick parlay, so we're clear. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I know. We, we kept it a little tidier than that. Here's the thought, right? Okay. You think he's going to take him down, and obviously submission is um, is the accepted idea, right? Like that's that's where everyone thinks we're going. That's where the betting odds certainly seem of to course. suggest. I know where you're heading with this. What about a KOTKO prop bet uh, plus four hundred? I don't think it's the the worst idea that you have ever had. Terrence Mitchell never been submitted, been knocked out pretty smoothly on the ground. We saw Simon go the GMP. It wouldn't shock me, right? Like I'd be pretty. It's pretty ex- obvious that, yeah, Frosis gets him down, takes the neck game. But we've seen Frosis pull the pull the ground and pound in his short career before. Sometimes he just it's just easier than going for the choke out. Plus 400, big price. It's big price, 25%. So, I mean, that's the suggestion. Sometimes me and you were, us being the shitty betters that we are, we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> And, it's a big uh, price. I'll say I tell you, I actually bet it yesterday when it was plus five hundred. Wow, let's go! <laughs> and, I took, <laughs> and I took a little stab at uh, Raul Rosas Jr. Uh, KOTKO in round one. Round one plus a thousand. I just a am couple so glad little you snaps. said that because Nothing that was crazy. my next statement. Was, Nothing crazy. I'm just. What saying if I it. also added in <laughs> round one? Okay. Uh, that's it. Then we're locking that one in. Let me let me go to the betting window, listen, and hand them some money. It's it's very likely that he's going to get a submission. Um, but like you mentioned, dude, Terrence Mitchell never been submitted. We we have seen Roller Rosas Jr. get a KO in the last year and a half. Uh, I mean, he did it. In, in 2022, like I don't think it's out of like the realm of possibilities that he takes him down and ground and pounds him. Can't get the choke. Dude. I mean, you also have to look like Terrence Mitchell, is, he's got eight wins by sub. Like his BJJ is not dude, terrible. He can grapple. Like, yeah. It's, it, it's the, just like the, the you, you kind of got to zig when they zag. I really think Raul Rosas Jr. is going to win this inside the distance. Uh, but I, I, I'm 
And I think it's more likely that he gets the sub, but I think the KO is a possibility too. Dude, it's it's plus four hundred. The buy the sub prop is like minus one fifty. I'm seeing minus one sixty right now. Yeah, it's a big delta. Um, I'm I taking mean, I'm taking the shot since you're already taking the shot with me. Guaranteed loser. We've never hit a oh, uh, prop dude. bet. Oh, God, ever get out of here. If, if a prop bet is over plus two fifty, it's it will never hit for me. It will never hit yeah. for me. I swear to God, could it's never like, happen. I hit the limitations once it gets to to like plus two fifty. I've hit a million like. Like plus two forties, like my sweet spot. It's just like I've hit a million of those. Oh man, like give me like a nice plus one seventy. It's like oh yeah, that's the bread and the butter. Then you get to like plus two sixty, never is gonna hit. Get it in the plus three hundred range. It's just like it's burning I, money. It burns money. It's like every time that it happens, I'm like, how does every week someone sends me how they put five thousand dollars on a uh, plus nineteen hundred prop bet, and they're just like, yeah, one nineteen grand on this, and I'm just like. I would give my left arm to hit a plus 300, uh, a $5 plus 300 bet. Like, I swear Dude. on everything. I'm that over is here holy. betting Tafa KO round one at minus money. <laughs> you know, like shit. It, it hit. It hit. It did. I also it, think it, it was hit. actually like plus 110 or something very dumb. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'm doing that. Raul Rosas Jr. also made his way into my Mexican favorite parlay. Mm, I know see, he uh, he has the American flag next to his name. He technically is lives in America, but he reps Mexico hard enough. He made it into the Mexican favorites parlay. Yeah, and I understand that. I have. I also have a. Uh, I guess they are. It is a Mexican favorites parlay. It it was just going to be the uh, the pure Mexican parlay. I wasn't going to do. You know, any of the people repping Mexico, I want, give me the full flag on topology. Uh, and then I was like, I don't really want to double up on Alexa Grasso. So we'll just bet her straight and then we'll pull her out. So it did become a Mexican favorites parlay. Uh, sweet. Let's keep it rolling then. Uh, Speaking of. On to our next one. Lightweight bout. Daniel Zellhuber taking on Christos Giagos right now. Zellhuber sitting there for you. Nice and pretty, minus 270. Giagos plus 220. Uh, yeah, deep dive for me here. Um, don't trust him at all, but he's a favorite. He's Mexican. He's getting parlayed. Uh, I mean, that's such a deep dive. That is, that's, uh, that's all you need to know. I do not trust this dude at all. He's burnt me twice now. When he, when he uh, lost, I bet him. When he won, I bet against him. And now here he is to uh, to to ruin the Mexican favorite parlay. I mean, I'm zigging where you're zagging here. I trust him now. Um, okay. And uh, you know why I trust him? Because I look you this young him, man in the eyes. Yeah. Um, I didn't trust him coming off Trey Ogden. I think we were both we were both on him, uh, oh, thinking, "Hey, baby. young kid, young kid, looking excellent. Uh, just looks great getting off the bus." Trey Ogden. Not a great fighter, no. should should show out. Um, no. You know that happened, and then I was like, "All right, Lando Venata." But the remember the Venata one was at at Kansas City. I was at that event. I was covering that event. I talked to Daniel Zellhuber. where I looked this young man in the eye, and you know, it's a trustworthy young man. He's raised right. His words, his bond. He's going to come out here. He's going to do the business for us. So um, that's that's all it took to get me back in the Daniel Zellhuber business. I'm I'm with him. Uh, 
just want to say very brief shout out to Christos Diagos. Uh, I'm sorry, whoever you offended, uh, but has not had an easy go of it inside the UFC. If you looked at the dudes that he has had to fight, Gilbert Burns, Josh Emmett, Charles Oliveira, oh. Armand Sarukian, Tiago Moises, they uh, are just feeding this man killers. I mean, honestly, Jakar Close isn't, isn't an easy matchup either. No. Chris dude, Wade, Demir Hansevik isn't an easy matchup. Yeah, dude. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They have fed him a street. I canceled a fight with Joel Alvarez because of these issues. And Joel Alvarez is a monster. They, they have a lot of anger towards him that they are extracting over years of slow brain damage. I don't know, but looking at his resume, it's wild to see the names he's fought. Well, now he's got Zell Huber, the, uh, the golden boy, I believe is, uh, that is correct name. Um, you know, never heard that one before, but uh, alas, we keep it rolling on to the next one. Final fight on the main card, featherweight bout, Fernando Padilla taking on Kyle Nelson. And right now you can get Padilla minus 258, Nelson plus 210, Fernando Padilla from Mexico. Fernando oh. Padilla, favorite, it's getting parlayed. It doesn't, I don't need to tell you any more than that. Yeah, um, who would need any more information than that to lay down their? If you came here for a deep breakdown, this is, this is a gimmick bet. It's a gimmick bet. I'm taking all the Mexican favorites, parlaying them up. It it's a very solid strategy. Are you, what do you have six six on it? Six leggers? Uh, five five, which we can five we can uh, you know debate whenever that comes around. Okay. Um, Fair. Well, yeah, um, I'm with you in my own Mexican favorite parlay. So that's it. Noche that's right. UFC, baby. What do you want me to do? You're not talking me out of it. The bet's already been placed. Let's keep it rolling. It's Mexican independence, guys. Come on. You think to they're the going to lose? You think they're going to lose? Let's hope not. Knock on wood. <laughs> Strawweight bout Lupita Godinez taking on Elise Reed. And right now, Godinez, big time favorite. Minus 440. Elise Reed coming back. Plus 340. All right, man. I have a, I have an I have an odd relationship with Lupita Godinez. Um, I really like her. Uh, I love how game she is. I mean, she is as game as they come anytime, anywhere, any place. Uh, I'm down for a scrap. Uh, she will do quick turnarounds. She will do whatever you need to do. She'll fight people bigger than her. No issues there. Um She's just she's she's broken my heart before. I mean, she's she's a very talented when, grappler. And were wrestling. you on her against Angela Hill? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I t-shirt cursed her actually in that one. Uh, have since. Well, that's your fault then. You know? I've since disposed of it. She's two and zero since getting rid of the t-shirt. I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with her. If if Loopy comes out here and has a wrestling and grappling heavy game plan, she is going to win this fight question is is she gonna do that will she do it in her last three fights she's attempted eight takedowns in the fight before that she attempted eight takedowns and she dominated that fight in 130 to 26 um i mean elise reed has gotten taken down in every one of her ufc fights she has a 50 percent takedown defense uh she's been controlled i'm for honestly almost- surprised it's 50 percent just like thinking of her fights like she just feel like she that's just correct. like 
She just gets taken down. She's been controlled for 27, almost 27 minutes in six UFC fights. Uh, I mean, that's like almost five minutes of fight, and her average fight time is 11 minutes. Like, the the path to victory is so clear here for Godinez. I mean, it's just like, come out here, wrestle. I think she could even get a finish. I mean, Reed's been finished in, in all three of her losses. I, I even think she's live for a finish. I, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to trust Loopy to get it done. Well, I would hope so if you're putting her in the Mexican favorites parlay. Well, she's in the Mexican favorites parlay, but then I also <laughs> took her minus three and a half points at minus 160. Oh, minus three and a half points. I like that. Um, I really liked one of the things you said here because obviously Loopy is in my own Mexican favorites parlay. Um, but I'm taking Loopy inside the distance, plus 145. I think the, I think she's getting her first UFC finish here, man. Elise Reed, not very good. When she loses, she gets finished. Uh, I think the path to victory here is so clear. We saw, we, we saw Loma Luke bomb me do it. Like it is just, you just take her down, get after it on the floor. I think she's going to do it. I think she's going to show out Mexican Independence Day. Uh, get her first finish inside the UFC, right? No, second. She actually got a finish over uh, Silvana Gomez Juarez. Uh, okay, that's right. Well, look, second finish inside the UFC. Uh, I think it's going to happen. Plus 145. I honestly thought the line would be a little bit bigger. Um, but I guess with Lupi as like a minus 450 or whatever, you can only ask for so much in that regard. Yeah, and I'm I'm really looking forward to this because I do like Lupita Godinez, and if she can get a dominant win here, like she will be a hundred percent back in my good graces. I, I started on the MMA Hour in tw- in fall of 2021, and that's when I like really started watching every single card like this and breaking down every single card. This is going to be her eighth fight in less than two years, like since I started on it. So like, had active. a lot of time with old Lupita in there, and seven of those have gone to a decision. So I mean, spent a lot of time. With old Loopy over the last couple of years, I'm I'm hoping she shows out for us here. I, I will have a a pretty decent it, exposure man. on her. And and if I get I if think I get she do it. if I get screwed by the exposure, uh, that's on me. That's on me for for laying her at a giant number when you can't fully trust her. Can't fully trust her. We're gonna know in like th- we're gonna know in like three minutes. Like oh, if she's yeah. just standing she just and striking, and no take jabbing, yeah. jabbing. Let's like let's say there's one minute and thirty seven seconds left in the first round. They show like the first round stats: uh, Elise Reed fourteen significant strikes, Lupita Godinez nine significant strikes. Uh, no one's attempted to take down. I will be in hell. I will be in hell. I, I can guarantee you that <laughs> I'll be in hell. Know that that well, that is true. I'll be right there with you, so it's okay. And I'm just going to like, still have company. I'm just going to be like, just please just take, shoot a takedown. Just like, please shoot a takedown. Um, I mean, I, I really think if she just comes in here and, and goes for it, she's, she's going to get it done. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling. Middleweight bout, Roman Kopilov taking on Josh Fremd right now. This number is getting juiced. Uh, Kopilov now minus 375, Fremd plus 295. Uh, Kopilov opened at a, as a minus 240. Uh, he has now moved 135 points. Um, that's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, I do think he gets it done. Uh, I parlayed him up about 100 points ago, um, but I am also on him inside the distance at even money. Not fully sold on Fremd yet. 
was not impressed by the picket performance. Like the level of competition, like like Jamie Pickett, uh, Dumas, Treshawn Gore, like not the best level of competition. And on the flip side, man, Kapilov has been looking great lately. And I do think if if this stays standing, he's going to have a pretty major striking advantage here. And then if you just look at him, I mean, he's like almost a minus, excuse me, I'm sorry, minus 400 favorite uh, and 10 of his uh, 11 wins are by finish. Um, so I'm, I'm cutting down that price for, for something where he almost always gets a, a finish. Yeah. I, I, I'm cool with, with laying that number. I almost, yeah, if he's going to get a win, it's, he's, it's he's got a finish. He's got 10 knockouts. You learn from your mistakes, Jed. We're get we're becoming better betters over here. Plus 125 on the knockout plus 100 on the inside the distance. I put the knockout in the slip. I was like, let me just go inside the distance. No, no I'll need. pay the twenty-five cents. I'll pay it. Yeah. I don't need it. Just give me the inside of the distance. It's too close. You it's don't close. need it because you never know. Sometimes you could have a guy who's never submitted anyone in his entire life or hasn't done it in a decade. Just be like, what if I I get this dude hurt and then finish him? And my name's Vulcan Ozdemir, and I cost you a whole bunch of money, Jeb Mashu, because and you had Ozdemir and- by KOTKO. And I cost uh, Connor his first perfect uh, perfect card ever, and I cost him like six units. Uh, but whatever, I mean, not Vulcan. Shout out to you, bro, for sure. Uh, it's all love, man. Definitely just all love. Yeah, Vulcan, shout out. Yeah, uh, you know, or, I mean, I don't even know why we went to Vulcan. Uh, you know, I mean, that's just a random example. A random example, or another out of nowhere, Carlos Allberg. Um, oh, maybe yeah, he yeah, decides yeah, yeah. to get, uh, submission you win. know, he's, uh, he's got back mountain dudes flattened out and he's just pummeling left hands into him. And he's like, what if I stop doing this? And, uh, just, uh, you know, so crazy, crazy things happen sometimes. So let me throw out a crazy smart. idea here. All right. One thing I will could say be three events in a row that you <laughs> get burnt by a KO bet. Uh, one thing I that will would say. Be awesome. One thing I will say is like Olberg at least like it went the three rounds and like Jung just like wasn't going out. It was almost like Vulcan was like going in there looking for a sub because like every time he had him hurt, like he went for a sub twice uh, before Making finally getting it. Yeah, he was looking for that. For that yeah, but when Olberg like had him at the end and he's like got that gift wrap and just p- punching him like just – just commit to it, dude. You've got like 10 seconds. Just swing a bunch and maybe the ref will stop it. Come on. And then he sneaks it under and I'm just crestfallen sitting there. Uh, uh. All right. Let's keep it rolling. Men's flyweight bout Edgar Chires taking on Daniel Lacerda da Silva, whatever you want to call him. Uh, different, different last name on pretty much any site you go to. It'll just be flipping. And it'll be flopping. Oh, I have a question for you. Please. Um, Where is Edgar Chires from? Uh, Yeah, that's going to be the great nation of Mexico. And is he a favorite? Line currently minus 250, Daniel Silva plus 205. So, uh, yeah, it's going to go ahead and check the box and going to have to parlay him. I would also uh, just like to uh, shout out to AK Lee, the great AK Lee who just this morning uh, reached out to me and said, is this a, is this a spot to buy on De Silva? You know, lost four in a row. He can't yeah. lose yeah, yeah, five, yeah. right? Can't lose like five. he can't, Cannot. he's due. 
he's due. He is due. So, um, but I don't know when you get finished four times in a row. Shouts to you though, Daniel. He's had a couple moments. Like he's had a couple moments where like, it looks like he's going to get a win. Remember back in the day, Connor, when we would look at this fight and we would salivate at the under possibilities that Daniel De Silva, a, a, a fucking prince of flyweight prince. unders, prince. And um, now here we are. So actually, two things real quick before we well, get into retro this, action. Are you going someone, back? Someone, so one of us said flip flop. I did forget a very important stat from the Lupita Godinez Elise Reed fight. I forgot to mention this. Elise Reed, flip flopper. Loss, win, loss, win, loss, uh, okay. win. Sounds to me like she's due for a loss. That's just a quick stat. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm bringing back the old times. Getting I'm, back um, together with the old girlfriend. Eh? And and it's 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 destined to fail. Destined to hurt. Because I don't know if you remember Danny De Silva's last fight against uh, I do. CJ Vergara. It was one of the most pull your hair out, stomp your feet, throw a little temper tantrum misses of all time. Like it could have been stopped 90 bajillion times. And they just wanted to laugh in your face and just make it a minute and a half past it before finally, finally getting the finish. It was just like, oh, it was like one of the worst ways to lose a bet is. An over that misses by like three seconds or an under that misses by like a minute that could have been stopped a million times over. Uh, so I'm just signing up for that again because uh, Chires is tough, man. Uh, he's a dog. But I mean, De Silva, like I just can't ignore the numbers. 14 of 16 under the one and a half. Chires only 8 of 15, but still 12 of his 15 haven't gone to a decision. So he does have that finishing capability. Uh, yeah. I am... Uh, I'm actually... I'm on the under one and a half as a single. Parlayed old Edgar up in the Mexican favorites. Parlayed up the under two and a half. That I feel very good about the under two and a half. Um, and that's that. Sounds like you're ready to be hurt again. So, oh, this um, this uh, is a card that I'm either going to do very well or very poorly. And I'm, I'm just mentally preparing for that. I'm not. Uh, I, I obviously have uh, old Eddie in, in the parlay, but... Can't do it to myself. I can't walk back through those old doors. I'm ready to be heard again. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Women's flyweight bout. Trace Cortez taking on Jasmine. Jazzadavicious. And right now, Tracy Cortez, minus 122. Jasmine, Jazzadavicious, plus 105. Uh, so I'm team stay vicious. I don't know if uh, if you're not aware of our history. She came on the show. I bet against her. She immediately saw that because she was the guest before the picks. Called me out on my bullshit. (laughs) I was like, damn, bro, I just came on the show and now you're picking against me? And she was like a plus 220, 225 underdog, something like that. Uh, And she won. And she won in very, very convincing fashion. Um, 30-26s across the board against Gabriel Gabriela Fernandez. Um, yeah, I mean, I got I got played like a fiddle. I got made to look dumb. Actually, now that I you think gave about her it. that bulletin board material. I gave her the bulletin board material. And now that I think about it, though, this might have been like a, she might have been like a plus 115. It was the Miranda Maverick one where she was such a massive uh, underdog. 
not jumping off now. Definitely not betting against her again. I do not want to be called out on that. And just a little stat, a little stat for you in the UFC, four fights, 3-0 and as an underdog, 0-1 as a favorite. Jasmine likes Love to be doubted. that. Likes to be doubted, man. She likes to be doubted. And uh, so to, I think she's live here. By that, live. by that, should you should we doubt her then? Would it be better for us to yes. doubt her? Yeah, I am doubting her. This bet's not going to hit. I'm doubting her. This bet's uh, not okay, going to hit. Now, <laughs> all right, Jasmine, when you hear this, just know um, that he's he's doubting you. I am not. I've chosen not to place any wagers on this fight uh, as, as to the outcome. Do have this parlayed up. I got the over two and a half year parlayed up in my second parlay. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, another gimmicky yeah. parlay of uh, the the over the the women's flyweight overs parlay took over two and a half here over two and a half in the main event uh, pays out at minus one thirty. But um, yeah, I don't know if you uh, go to fight UFC stats dot com and oh, yeah. take a look at that. Fill me page in because ever. I know what you're about to say. I know what you're about to drop Aver- on us. Go ahead and fill me in. Average fight time for both women um, with like what twelve fights. Between them is ten, 15 ten. minutes. Yeah. Ten. 15 ten minutos. Quince. Neither of them. They love the judges. They go to them every single time out. Uh, so I, I really think over two and a half is a solid parlay piece here. And I'm going to make it even more enough solid. to parlay it up with the main. I'm going to make it even more solid. Give you the old CBS, the Seaberg special. I'm taking the over one and a half, minus 600. With Rosas Mitchell under two and a half and De Silva Chavez under two and a half. That's my little my little propel doodle do there. Uh, but yeah. Where's the main event over one and a half? That's in down. my Grasso Shevchenko over one and a half, Raul Rosas Jr. And then uh uh the the first fight of the night, Josephine Nutson. Um just Ooh, I will just get this. there. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, we're almost there, in fact. But yeah, we are. We're moving nicely. Uh, yeah, Jessica Vicious. It's similar to JDM. Uh, I'm not going against her. You, you can just there's there's. I think she can use her size. Even though going against her would, I mean, I think we can say definitively help her career. You're not willing to do it. No, because I was on her against Miranda Maverick as a massive underdog. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm, then, I'm team stay vicious. She bro. didn't need your bullet bulletin board material there, so okay. She, I mean, she actually is like. Uh, constantly mispriced by by the markets she was a minus 250 Whoa. against natalia silva uh that was incorrect and then all her other ones she's been a, a fairly sized dog uh i mean i think she can use her size stuff to take downs i mean we sell her stuff all of miranda maverick so uh and yeah. the size is critical to beating cortez here yeah 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 yeah. all right let's keep it rolling lightweight bout charlie campbell taking on alex reyes the long 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 awaited return of alex reyes Right now, Charlie Campbell minus 380, Alex Reyes plus 300. Uh, Weird-ass matchup, man. Yeah, Reyes coming off a six-year layoff to the day, to the T. 9-16, really? 9-16, uh, Six years later, he returns um, against Charlie Campbell, who got a shot on the Dana White's Contender Series last year and got knocked out in the first round. And since he has proven himself, I guess, against the guy who is uh, nine and six. So, yeah, I mean, this is just a, I mean, this is just a, it's a wild matchup. This is a fight. It, this sure is a fight. You nailed it. Hammer on the nail, nail on the head. 
that's going to be uh, precise there, man. It's a, it's a fight. I, I took the under one and a half. I, I don't really know who to trust on a side, but uh, yeah, I mean, Alex Reyes, 13 of his 16 have ended in the first round. And then Charlie Campbell, five straight under one and a halfs. Like, it wouldn't shock me if Alex Reyes just comes out here and, and gets finished early. Six I mean years? this. Why come back? I mean this with absolute sincerity. Should we even count your fighting career if you've been gone for six years? I mean, like, like honestly, dude. Yeah. Also, like, it, you could have like a freaking dude, the <laughs> like si- a third grader. Dude, the six years uh, went like from thirty to thirty-six. It wasn't like he took That's off twenty-two tough to twenty-eight years to lose. What? Dude, I'm 30 now, and like I can see the tides turning on me. Like, uh, you know, a little more tired in the morning. You know, yeah, a little more sore after workouts. Like, 36. I don't, I'm probably gonna be in a wheelchair by the time I'm 36. Like, this is. I don't know, man. I, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't want to say that the number is justified because Charlie Campbell like is not incredible. The fact, man. Six but years he's off. Fought people to in the last six years. <laughs> he is, Dude, and he, tur- he so turns. I, I want to actually be clear, in because this wasn't Please. mentioned. Charlie Campbell's entire yep. pro career yeah. has happened during the time off by like a lot. A lot. Yeah. Like, like uh, his entire amateur and pro career. Yes. Has I was going to say he made his amateur debut six months after. Uh, Alex Reyes had uh, gone, started his hiatus and he had five amateur fights and now he is nine fights into his pro career. The last time Alex Reyes fought, Raul Rosas Jr., who is currently in the featured belt, <laughs> was in sixth grade? Yeah. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, in middle school. Middle school. Six years ago, we I should have prepared this. And been, here's a list of things we're True in life six years ago. Gas prices were only... Uh, the Billboard number one song in the country was... God damn it. Excuse my language. Uh, I'm trying to find the UFC rankings, but the website is not loading uh, from from that time because I think it would just be great to see. Um, I mean, there are so many things that would be great to see happen. Let's see, let's see, 2017... Let's see. Pound for pound, uh, Demetrius Johnson, number one. Conor McGregor, number two. Miocic, number three. DJ was our flyweight champ. Cody Garbrandt, bantamweight champ. Uh, Max Holloway was our featherweight champ. Conor McGregor, lightweight. Tyron Woodley was our welterweight. Uh, Middleweight, Michael Bisping. Uh, Light heavyweight, DC. Heavyweight, Stipe. Joanna was our strawweight. Amanda Nunez, bantamweight. Nice. nice. Yeah. I was I was actually uh, hoping that to be a little bit more mind blowing, but still. Despacito had just been overtaken by Look What You Made Me Do as the number one song in the country. Uh I myself had been working for MMA Fighting for just over a year at that point. Wow. The world was a very different place six years ago. Uh did Alex Reyes now I'm tripping. Yeah, did he? No, I was gonna did say, did he, he fight? You, did he fight predominantly at 
at uh, welterweight before this. And that's what he fought at sure. against Mike Perry. You also have to uh, think, yeah, he made he had sorry, one. He was the king of the cage fight. lightweight champion. Okay, all right, all right, never mind then. Yeah, also uh, king of the cage welterweight champion as well. Okay, all right, so that's not that weird. I was thinking he took six years off, and now he was uh, he was cutting down to lightweight. Let's let's take a look at the IG. IG looks good, man. Yeah, training with Brandon Moreno doesn't look terrible. Ah, uh, he was supposed to fight fight Natan Levy. Yes, training with Brandon Moreno is this? Is he an honorary Mexican this weekend? No, I got Mexican friends. That doesn't mean I'm an honorary Mexican. I mean, his name is also Alex Reyes. I would not at all be surprised if his heritage was in fact Mexican. Yeah, I mean, that, that would make sense. But he's also not a favorite, so we don't have to. We don't have to throw. Okay. Him <laughs> uh, all right. Let's keep it rolling. Last night of the evening, that. and I'm gonna I'm gonna break uh break stride here, saying I got nothing on this, so this is all you, baby. Josephine Nutson takes on Marnik Man in the curtain jerker of the evening, and right now, you want Nutson? You got Nutson minus five fifty. Man coming back plus four ten. Uh, yeah, Marnik Man, that was a fun tape study. Um. I just I don't <laughs> I don't think she is she is of UFC caliber. Uh I mean she She's is got a terrific nickname though. The sawed off savage. Terrific that, nickname. I will agree that's a great nickname. Matchup is happening because of multiple fallouts. I'll be honest, Josephine Nutson is here because of multiple fallouts. Um I mean actually like the timeline of this fight is, is kind insane. of ridiculous. Yeah, so we started out OGOG. It was supposed to be Elise Reed versus Cynthia Calvillo. And then, let me tell you how we get here. Cynthia Calvillo, Elise Reed to Josephine Nuts and Marnik Man. All right, so we start out Cynthia Calvillo, Elise Reed. Cynthia Calvillo drops off. Then we get Yasmin Lucindo versus Elise Reed. Sam Hughes drops off against Lupita Godinez. So now we shift Elise Reed to fight Lupita Godinez. That one is in the books, and that's good to go. Now, Yasmin Lucindo's on the card without an opponent. Step in, Josephine Nutson. Now we have that matchup. Yasmin Lucindo drops off the card, and now we have the featured starting bout of the evening, Josephine Nutson versus Marnik. Man. I mean, that's a journey. Uh, yeah, I long mean, road to get here for two women who will not make their presence uh, particularly known in this. Nutson just had a decent win on the uh, contender series. Didn't get a contract. Now she gets a new opportunity, uh, and I think she's going to capitalize. I think she gets it done fairly easily here. I mean, on the feet, I think she's just going to outclass her kickboxing acumen. Uh, she's got versatile striking. I uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to take Josephine Nutson to uh, to get this thing done. Seems reasonable. I have no bets because I think I'm just never going to bet on fights between fighters with less than 10 fights. I mean, I that that is that like, that's smart. That is just about the smartest thing you could do. I can promise you that. Um, and that's it. That's it. Noche UFC. Feel good. In the books. Yeah, it should be a fun little evening. I'm going to have um, a great time because uh, yeah. prior to Noche UFC that weekend, going to a little Atlanta United game 
Inter oh, Miami and Leo oh, Messi coming Messi to the town. A. Messi so heading town. to the United game. Going to watch Leo Messi put up a hat trick on us. That'll be unfortunate, but also kind of dope. Leave that, head home, and watch some fist fighting. Going to be a great That's, little evening. That is a very good evening. I am going to be uh, going to my friend's birthday party. And uh, they're all big football fans. So I think I'm going to have to laptop it. I think I'm going to have to bring a laptop, hop on the old Wi-Fi, and pull up ESPN Plus because I doubt we're getting a TV dedicated to old UFC. It's going to be tough sledding, but I do have a buddy with me uh, that's coming that is a, a diehard UFC fan, so at least we'll have us. Um, one more thing before we go. We'll keep it real short so we can have yeah. a tidy episode. Uh, temperature check on our boys, the dogs. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to fucking prove at this point. Two games in, two nobody opponents. Uh, and, I mean, even this weekend, we're 28 Two bad point first favorites. quarters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I cannot take anything from these two games. Um, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't know when we're going to face someone that we're not a double-digit favorite against. I mean, we're we're twenty eight point favorites. It's not. I guess we might not be a double digit favorite against Mississippi, but um, yeah. So I mean, double digit against South Carolina, double digit against UAB. I mean, Auburn. Maybe we're getting into like the seventeen point range. Kentucky, we're going to be a big favorite against Vandy. We will be Florida. We will be Missouri. We will be. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean. Auburn's playing A and M though, so if they lose A and M, then that's a, yeah. I mean, it's it's probably Mississippi or it's definitely Tennessee. We won't be a ten point favorite at Tennessee. We won't be a ten point favorite. No, I agree with you there. So, uh, yeah. Um, so temperature check is standby. Yeah, I, uh, I I I'm already done with with Carson Beck. I have no interest wow. in him being our quarterback. Uh, well, I think um, you're just gonna have to accept that he is. <laughs> It is. Um, I think Kirby is a fantastic coach, and I wouldn't trade him for the world, but I'm starting to really wonder about his uh, ability to evaluate quarterbacks. It started when he was like, Jake Fromm is the guy over Justin Fields, who then went finished second in the Heisman, threw like 400 touchdowns and one interception all season. And now it's like, I know Brock Vandergriff looks electric every time he steps on the football field, but... This guy, Carson Beck, he's good at missing dudes open in the end zone. We got to stick with him. Uh, listen, I have to disagree. Uh, dude's got us back-to-back national championships. Whatever he says, I, again, I'm going I, with it. I'm, I'm going to keep following him. but uh, I mean, he's better than me, man. He's better than me. He's got, I, he got us two rings back-to-back. What he says goes. Yeah, we got rings with the scrambling QB. Let's get the other scrambler back in there. Let's let Brock let Brock cook. Brock to Brock combo. That's what we need. Well, Kirby wants, I want. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, it's just week. that easy. What's next uh, week? Oh, we're back to Something. the apex. Gamrod oh, Fazeev. Yeah. Two good Love fights. The apex. And that's it. Love the apex. Yeah, we're we're getting it's into been that. Too di- long. We're getting into that downturn, that gapper. Like it's like the end of September and the beginning of August, leading into the Abu Dhabi card is a is a it's, definite downtime. 
It's been a full month since we were at the Apex, but don't you worry, ladies and gentlemen, we got three in a row. I mean, it's the fall three special, dude. In a row. Grant Dawson, Bobby Green main event, Edson Barbosa, Sadiq Yusuf main I event. I can't believe Grant Dawson, Bobby Green's a main event. That's a great fight, honestly, but that's thin. I mean, um, I'm sorry. Is it? Is but don't it, say is it cheap don't support. Say, don't don't say that. Don't say that it's not a main event though, because the people will come after you. I promise. I promise. It's the it's the final fight of the evening. The ultimate no, fight. It's a main event. They give us 45 cards a year. Quit bitching, okay? Be grateful that we have fights. You aren't allowed not. to criticize the fight cards ever. That's what we're going to keep doing me. No, I'm 100% <laughs> with you, dude. I, I was like, yeah, this Holly Home card isn't that great. What? What did you just say? Have some respect for a living legend. All right, that's enough bullshit. We're going to have let's, a lot uh, to criticize, but we can do that later. Let's, let's get, get out of here. Apex next week. See you then. Love y'all. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.